Welcome to Nerds, Geeks in the Kitchen Sink, the podcast about comics, games, sci-fi, horror, pop culture, music, movies, and a few surprises. I'm your host, Chris. I'm your other host, DK. Took a little while, didn't it? <laughs> I need to improve, but I do feel like it. I know you do need to improve, and I feel like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow us on all the social media places and, and uh, conversations, but we'll talk about that later because it is about the biggest, baddest, non-disintegrating bounty hunter in the universe. I mean, he did plenty of disintegration. I know, I know. Just like the rest of us, he wasn't supposed to, but, you know. Well, well, you did it anyway. We've all done these disintegrations. Yes. So, how is, uh, you know, galactic isolation training you? It's pretty sweet. I get to just, like, do yard work and dishes, and it's pretty good. I mean... Let's, so it's let me, like being 12 years old. Yes, it's like being 12. It is, it is a bit like a summer vacation. Uh, in some ways, it's very nice. In some ways, it will drive me insane eventually. I think I'm teetering closer to the insane part. Mm-hmm. Because I am one that does not stay home very well. Yeah. I've, I've constantly been on the run. And uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I was so, we were so looking for things to do that we watched the... 1987 Blood Harvest. Okay, Ooh. that's the movie with Tiny Tim as an evil. Yeah, clown. yeah, yeah. I remember you telling me about that. That yeah. is desperation. I mean, it's I pretty mean, awesome, but it's also terrible. If that's not a resolute announcement that, that this stuff needs to be over with, I don't know what is. <laughs> it's been rough. I've been watching a lot of stuff though. When you're searching for a horror movie that has tiptoed through the tulips and is not. <laughs> a modern movie. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. So uh, I uh, took one of your recommendations from last podcast. Uh, okay. And I watched Pale Horse. Yes. And there was only two episodes, and that's it. I know. Yes. I got so hooked by the first episode. I was so into it. And then the second episode, it's like, well, eh, we're going to quickly wrap this up and pretend like nothing happened. I was kind of let down by the ending. Yeah, it was a it was a limited, you know, limited series. So really I was gonna, <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I mean, I liked it. I really like Rufus uh, Sewell. Yeah, Sewell. how do you say it? Sewell. More. Yeah, Sewell. Yeah, it's, it's very right. good. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's played from a, a a good guy. I would consider. He's played all kinds of... I mean, he, I think he often plays villains, but... Uh, yeah, well, I mean, let's be honest. He was a complete and utter ass in uh, A Knight's Tale. That's the first thing I thought of, but then I was like, whoa, 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 Dark City. Yes. Yeah. Love me some Dark City. Yes, that is a very good... Very good for its time movie. I haven't seen it in years. I need to rewatch that. I have the Blu-ray. I think. Yeah. That might have been stolen. I don't know. But anyway, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Uh, I was so bored yesterday that I made, uh, I did some designs for my personal Redbubble page, right? And I did yeah. a, I made a one design that was just like a burger. It was like a bur- like a photo <laughs> of a burger. That, that was like hilarious. A pattern that you can get on like a mask or like a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> it looks delicious. It does look pretty damn good. I, that I was will a burger say that. that I actually ate at a at a restaurant called Two Toots. Two Toots. You ever been to Two Toots? You ever heard of it? I have not. It's near Chicago. Okay. And it's like the whole thing is like there's a train that delivers your food to you. 
toot toot. Yep. All about trains. <laughs> well, I mean, that's kind of cute. And then, mm-hmm. you know, we used to have a whole mall surrounding, you know, and everything to do with trains. Now mm-hmm. it's a giant aquarium that we can't go to. Yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah. Those fish are having a huge party. Oh, no doubt. Us. I mean, pretty soon it's going to start looking like the uh, cartoon sharks over there. You know, <laughs> we're going to have, you know, starting evolving into walking, talking. Street sharks? Sharks, yeah. Oh, I hit all the toys. I love that. <laughs> Street sharks. So, uh, you watch anything? Well, um, well, I, I told you about the, uh, the that on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm watching, I'm still watching Penny Dreadful. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't got that one yet. I'm pretty impressed with it so far. Um, it takes place pre world war two. So in America before the United States gets involved in world war. Right. And it has to do with two, um, like South American Mexican deities. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, of the, the, the one, and I kind of explained it on the last one, but uh, it's starting to really ramp up. I mean, there's like the, the Nazi party in the United States that's kind of underlying the things. Mm-hmm. And, We're getting uh, interrupted here by Sean, who's hey! joining late. Can you hear me? Oh, we <laughs> can hear you. You can hear me. Okay. I got to hang on just a second. Oh, we'll wait for you. Yes. <laughs> You have been for two days. <laughs> Why not? All right. noise. Is someone broadcasting from an old galleon? That's <laughs> a creaky old pirate ship. I, I, I'm at the set of the lighthouse. Oh. <laughs> hang on, hang on, ready? <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like who is making all that noise? That's a lot of. That's me. That's me. So I said, okay. Where was you when we were doing the review of Lighthouse? <laughs> Could have had that playing in the background the whole entire yeah. time. I'm I'm the Foley guy for the show now. Oh, <laughs> we need one of those. But anyway, um, I, I'm picking up some. You know, I went. I rewatched Heredity. Um, I was in a discussion on a thread about like horror movies that aren't blood and guts that are scary so i mean that was that was one of my most modern you know i mean hereditary of, it does have some blood and guts i mean it has some brutality but i mean no it, but i mean something that's just your slasher non non-slasher type movie is kind of what do we have any good slashers anymore that aren't like indie movies honestly i i just don't think so not I anymore mean, halloween is the only one that's still alive right now yeah I mean, I guess you can kind of consider Saw, to a degree, a slasher movie. I guess. I mean, a lot of times it's either self-inflicted or that, you know, the jump scare kind of, kind of death. But I mean, for the most part, it's been, you know, really not much other yeah. than, like you said, ending movies. Yeah, it well, seems like that. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, as far as. Uh, "Quote unquote big budget horror movies and our slasher movies. I, have, I haven't seen one in years. That yeah. I thought was you know worth kind of gone. Yeah. And honestly, I'm okay with that. 
for now. I mean, I miss the slasher, but I, I'm so happy we're getting things like, you know, Invisible Man. And uh, uh, I, I like all these, like, I like Get Out and Us. And I like these elevated horror movies, they're calling them. And um, what was the um Summer, uh, Midsummer, like those kinds of. That was a really good one. <laughs> I think that's kind of an underrated horror movie. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it a lot. Not a lot of people have seen or, or heard too much of it. You know, when she plays, uh, she's in the Black Widow movie. Yeah. Which will never come out. What is, what is that one? Midsummer. Midsummer. Okay. okay. It's on uh, Amazon. It is Prime. on Amazon Prime currently. Yep. Oh, very cool. I'll it's from Ari Aster. He's, it's from the guy who did Hereditary. Yeah. Okay. Because Lighthouse is on my Lighthouse is on my list. Okay. I was actually going to watch that yesterday and didn't get around to it. It's worth it. It is worth it. It is very much a psychological. I would almost say Alfred Hitchcock Craftian. I think Hitchcock is a big part of it. Yeah. That we didn't talk about, but no, yeah. Hitchcock is very influential on that. Yeah. Like I said, with, with almost a little Lovecraftian uh, oh, yeah. you know, flair to it. But not too sure. much. No, not too much. Not too much. But like you said last time, like the descent into madness is the very, very uh, Lovecraftian. Yeah. And that's like I said, it, it was if Alfred Hitchcock and, and H.P. Lovecraft got together for a movie, and Hitchcock had the majority of the control of the movie, you would get Lighthouse. <laughs> yeah, probably so. But, Anybody uh, else oh, watch anything else? I haven't watched, but I was going to ask, have you guys seen the previews? It's for an upcoming series. Lovecraft Country. Yes. <laughs> I knew you were going to say it. I knew where I was going with that. I have not. I saw the trailer. I have, yeah, I have not seen it enough in the trailer i mean i've seen the trailer but it's really not showing enough to really get a good grasp of it now it's jj abrams and jordan peele right yes and it's i mean it looks very interesting to me it's got a of course it's very mysterious right i'm going to show you hardly anything in the trailer no but i i did see some monsters um and some possible insanity so yeah it might be really interesting yeah so it's yeah, almost to look out for. like a, another little mashup of like you know some of Jordan Peele's movies with some J.J. Abrams effect and, and and Lovecraft theme. So absolutely, so it'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah. So all right. Other than horror movies and, and the rare uh, Tiny Tim, what have you been watching there, DK? What have I been watching? Uh, yeah. Did I talk about last time how I watched a Linda Blair TV movie called Summer of Fear? No, you did not. <laughs> I watched a 1978 TV movie starring Linda Blair called Summer of Fear. Uh, it was terrible. <laughs> it, it, it's like Linda Blair loves horses, and she, uh, her, her cousin, who she's never met, who is a little older than her, comes to live with her because her parents are killed in a car crash. And... Um, at first, everyone just loves the cousin, and they everyone kind of forgets about Linda Blair. And then it turns out the cousin might be like a witch or something. <laughs> so it's kind of like you know uh, um, a witch version of the Good Son. Yeah, but it's like about petty crap. It's like not nothing really crazy happens. It's like oh, uh, I put some. Uh, 
I, I give, gave you a skin condition so you can't go to the prom and guess what? I'm going to wear your dress to the prom and you have to stay home and I'm going to take your boyfriend to the prom. It's like Brady Bunch, but with a, maybe with a witch. <laughs> <laughs> Problem child with some witchcraft. The only thing that really, uh, there's some horse stunts that are, that seemed very dangerous. Right. Um, uh, and, I, and it looked like Linda Blair really was on the horse for a lot of the time. I know she famously really loves animals. So I, I would believe that she was on the horse for a lot of it. But some right. of it was like, I was like, whoa, I don't think you'd get that today. <laughs> oh, you never know. Probably only in westerns that they don't make hardly anymore. Right. Uh, and also, uh, we we did a weird um, we did a weird thing the other day where we watched we watched one episode of um, Are You Afraid of the Dark because we've been showing it to Zora. Right. And then in the episode, you were original. Oh, the original. Okay. We're on season. It was in season four. We were in. Oh, and, okay. You're and right. during the episode, it was an, it was the episode about. It's called the Silent Servant, and there's like this. Uh, there's this like evil scarecrow that does what you tell it to do, but it's like careful what you wish for type situation where like gotcha. it'll do it wrong and it'll it'll end up being bad, you know. But in the episode, um, there, there's a there's a like an older brother character who kind of like watches the kids while the dad is gone. Uh-huh. And it's I, I, as it was over, I was watching. I always watch the credits, and it was Tyler Labine, who is really? Dale from Tucker and Dale. <laughs> so that night we watched Tucker and Dale, <laughs> <laughs> which was, was probably good. a far better viewing experience. You know what? The, the, Are you afraid of the dark? Wasn't that bad? Well, no. I still. Tucker and Dale is an awesome movie. Yeah, it was great. I didn't laugh out loud as much as I did the first time I watched it, but I still love it. I still love yeah. the movie. But that's pretty much, I've watched some other stuff, but that's all that really needs to be discussed, I think. Right, right, right. What about you, Sean? What have you been able to watch? Oh, my gosh. I have been watching pure trash. That's all I've been watching. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I jumped from, I, when you guys... Uh, talked on the last cast about the uh, different shows. I jumped from the uh, the one that I had mentioned. Uh, oh, what was it? Rust to Riches to some mm-hmm. other Rust Brothers show. So I'm watching more people do more cars. I don't know why. <laughs> um, other than that, keeping up with some some Survivor and uh, man, really, again, just just garbage. Tiger King as much garbage as I can watch, and I don't know. Why. <laughs> Sean's new nickname is Trash Panda. That's, that's <laughs> very apt for this time. Well, <laughs> uh. let's be honest. I mean, you know, there's nothing new coming mainstream-wise. No real new movies. Um, you, you know, you really have to make an effort to find, you know, some new stuff. But, I mean... Damn it! I'll I'll have to find some new hidden gems. So, mm-hmm. well, I'm trying you know? to catch up on stuff I missed or whatever, and I'm trying to take people's suggestions on things. That's why I watched right. the Pale Horse. Like I said, I, I'm sad that it was as short as it was because it really it really started off well, didn't it? Yeah, I, I mean, really liked it. Yeah, so. Maybe they'll start doing a series of Agatha Christie books like that. Well, it's, it's funny because if you read the reviews, uh, people – because after I saw the, the last episode, I was kind of disappointed. Um, 
And so I was like, I wonder what other people thought. And I logged on and like everyone hates it. And apparently that, that version has been changed from the original story. I'm sure everyone's like, Oh, you think you know better than Agatha Christie, huh? Like people were mad at the people who made that. So I don't know anything about it, but yeah, I enjoyed it, but I just didn't like the end. That's it. No. Yeah. Well, but you know, that's the one thing that I think these production companies need to start taking. I'm all for putting a spin on it, but I think a lot of it has a lot of the same kind of feel to it. Hmm. If you do a new spin, but it has the feel of the original, I think you're in a good place. Yeah. For the most part. I mean, yeah, that works. Like that's why the evil dead remake is so good. Right. It still kind of has that feel. It's not quite as humorous. No, not at all. <laughs> not really. But I mean, the the actual intense parts of it has, I mean, it has a lot of the similar feel. The original Evil Dead is only funny because it's bad. It's well, not yeah. really meant to be. It has some jokes, but it is not a funny movie. <laughs> no. No, absolutely not. But like I said, a lot of it is just, you know, probably if they if Sam would have done the movie today with the you know, with the effects and the and the ability and stuff that they have today, it probably would have been a hell of a lot more similar to the remake. Oh, for sure, yeah. And if his intent was to make something more ferocious, then it right. would be certainly like the remake. I think, yeah, absolutely correct. But he did direct the first episode of Ash vs Evil Dead and. I think he always wanted it to be funny, probably. Right, right. So, uh, here's a question for you guys. Okay. Have you guys have you guys seen the show? And this is one. Um, this is one that my my kids love. My kids are between the ages of eight and twelve, and we watched it quite often. It's called Creeped Out on Netflix. No, no, I have not. Really, you yeah, guys I should. Say it. You guys should check that out. I mean, it is it is more for a younger audience, but it's very um, Twilight Zone. Uh, 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 what's the other one? Kind of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, and it's 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 really interesting because it's uh, it, it basically you have a narrator and it's this kid in this little hoodie and he's got this just blank plain mask on. And you never see his face, but he tells, starts the story out and finishes the story. But then of course it's, you know, again, it's, it's Twilight Zone-esque. So it's, it goes into whatever the characters are and it's happening to them. But, um, my opinion, it's for, for a kid's, for a kid's style show like that, it's really well written. I enjoy it. It's great to watch with your kids. And, and even, you know, Chris, with you having, not having young ones around, you probably enjoy it as well. Yeah. Yeah, Isabella is starting to get into some of that psychological, you know, not uber scary, but kind of the happy death day kind of, Oh yeah, Beautiful. you know, stuff at her age. You know, she's 14, so she's kind of in that age right there with, with that kind of the, you know, I know what you did last summer type of right. horror movie. So that may be something we watch. When I was yeah, 14, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, and it's not, it's not too heavy. Again, like I said, my, my eight-year-old watches it, and he, and he loves it. He doesn't get freaked out by it too much. You know, Every once right. in a while, there might be a little heavier subject matter. But for the most part, it's light enough that younger kids can watch it as well. That sounds good. It's called Creeped Out, you said? Creeped Out, and it's on Netflix. Okay. That's going on my list. Well, I was going to say, when I was 14, I watched uh, 
Last House on the Left and The Audition in the same night. Uh, (laughs) That's what I was dealing with, just depression after that. Yeah. (laughs) My God. No wonder it turned out the way you did. I think so, yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, oh, the only other thing that I'm doing is I'm re-watching the Evil series that was on CBS. I need to finish it. I didn't finish it. It really got good in the end, and I'm hoping they, after all this, they go back to it because it left a lot of things kind of up in the air. So, fingers crossed. Yeah, that was good. I liked it. I liked the main character, which she seemed quirky and interesting, and not just another cookie cutter. No you know, character. So I, I thought that was uh, a good start. I've only seen the first two episodes, though. Okay. Yeah, it it, it gets in more intense. I mean, there's like one. See, not to spoil anything, but I mean, there's a death at the very end of it. You do not see coming in one of the episodes. You know, it's just, there's some stuff of just random, like, what the hell kind of moments. That show gave me a nightmare. Did I tell you about that? Oh, really? About the nightmare guy? About the night terror guy. And I'm like, (laughs) that kind of thing, like, it's just a dude in a suit. That kind of stuff doesn't bother me. that's not the kind of thing that really would scare me. So I don't really know what happened. It just, for whatever reason was in my mind and my mind is like, you know what? You need to have a nightmare about this. (laughs) I think it really had something to do with the way they portrayed that, you know, that psychological phenomenon of a night terror. I mean, it really was portrayed well. Well, the way it's the guy in her room and the way it's like shot from her point of view in bed. That's exactly. exactly what it looks like when you're in bed. And I just remember laying there before bed, like looking at the door going, oh God, he's going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's, that's another one that's worth going back and watching. Sure. So, all right, well, let's get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. The cat has opened the door again. <laughs> he's just busting in. <laughs> he needs to know. It's Pet Cemetery. Run! Oh, God. Are, we, are we back? We, I am. <laughs> Maybe for a short time, because the damn cat in fact is busting back in. Come here, bud. Come here. I said Pet Cemetery. Run! He's yelling at me, <laughs> dude. You shouldn't have buried him in that damn cemetery, man. It's his fault for getting hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> now he's on my lap. Okay, we can do this. We need to talk about Boba Fett. Yes. There's a couple reasons why, but the main reason is they just announced that the season two of Mando is going to have the Django Fett actor to portray Boba Fett. Yes, I am very excited that it was actually announced Mm -hmm. that there will be the original Mandalorian in it. Yeah, that's, well, not the original, but you know. Well, the original to the Star Wars the universe. Canon. Yes. Yes. Now, that's am true. I the only one here that's that's taking the devil's advocate side? And I don't know how excited I am about this. Why is that? Because, because... Okay, first of all, yes. Yes, you are. But go ahead, then. I don't know. I kind of... I, <laughs> well, I have well, my right, reservations. Right. Let me let me let me let me explain. So, of course, I'm a Star Wars nerd, and and I revealed that in the Star Wars deep dive deep dive episodes. But I, I, I am a huge Boba Fett fan. He's always been. I've always thought Boba Fett was amazing. I even liked the kid version in Attack of the Clones. That was one of the probably better parts 
of that movie. Um, and I like uh, Tamura. Is that it? Yep, Tamura. Tamura. I like that portrayal. <laughs> I, I thought he was pretty good as Django. But the reason why I think I'm torn with the Mandalorian is because Mando, I mean, this character has been built as such a great character. So how are they going to play Boba Fett off of that? Because to me, Mando is now the Mandalorian, and Boba Fett is no longer the Mandalorian. Right. And if um, you and his, Boba Fett's on-screen uh, track record is not great compared to Mando's. No. No. No, not at all. Well, and I even even somebody said something. Uh, a person I know. But I, I will interject oh, this. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to say no. His on-screen persona, but majority of his off-screen. Other than the Star Wars holiday special, oh, has been exceptional. Okay. You know, <laughs> his you know what they you know deem as semi canon now. Yeah, you know it was like, canon, the then uncanon, then now yeah. I mean now it's semi canon. He has some really some of the best stories. You're right. Which we might get into some of that stuff on this list. So the whole point. Wait, Sean was going to say something else. What were you going to say, Sean? You didn't get to finish. Um, I, again, I yes. Okay, so hang on. Let me let me let me let me let me restart here. Okay, so the uh, I understand that he has some great stories in the now what expanded universe, Legends universe. Mm-hmm. I guess he has some great stories. And I understand that that uh, with the uh, with the Mandalorian, they're actually blending some of that into the Star yes. Wars universe. Mentioning Earth, uh, not Earth Day, <laughs> Earth Day. Life Day. <laughs> Life Day. They Earth also Day. mentioned Arbor Day, Valentine's yeah. Day. It was weird. <laughs> but yeah, Hanukkah. Uh, but, yeah. but um, and, and I understand they're blending it. But again, I think that uh, I I tend to look at it more of just from the straight cinematic because I didn't follow every storyline in the expanded universe, only a few here and there. And I picked up pieces of interest. So yeah, I, I agree with you. Absolutely. He has, he has some great depth and character at, from that point, but we don't know that character yet other than in the, in the cinematic universe. So we don't know how they're going to play him. And, right. and, and that's where, that's where my fear comes in because again, Mando has become such a powerful character and a, you know, just in character and so rich and so deep now how are you going to play Boba Fett off of that and make Boba Fett retain that coolness and that awesomeness that he had? I agree. There's a chance that we could totally screw up Boba Fett permanently. I, yeah. There is a chance, but I just do not think that, you know, the two guys are, that are at the helm of this will allow that to happen. You, I mean, we can hope uh, and, and their track record is good so far. You know, um, but there is a worry for me too. There is certainly. A worry. I mean, there is. I'm not going to say that I'm a hundred percent in, but I'm going to go like ninety five percent. There's still that five percent in the back of my mind that somehow Ryan Johnson or JJ Abrams <clears throat> is going to have something to do with it, or oh no, but let it go. Or Kathleen Kennedy, other than just her name being on stuff. Let go of your hate. <laughs> I am a gray Jedi. There I, is good I, in you. I know it. <laughs> I can balance both the hate and the and, and the uh, light. So, right. um, 
<laughs> anyway, um, I think they've already, to a degree, someone gave the mystique of Boba Fett is already, you've seen him. I mean, that's kind of the mystery on some of the appearances of flashbacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that that will continue because it wasn't the, um, now I can't remember his name from Breaking Bad. Who's in Mandalorian? Gus Fred. Oh. <laughs> I can't think of his actual name. <laughs> yes. That was not him that saw Fennec Shan on the, uh, uh, when supposedly that you thought she was dead, right? It's probably Boba Fett. That, uh, isn't that what we thought? And that's and that's that's a big hint to to him. And I personally believe before Fett went on his own, that was the Mandalorian that pulled Denjarin out of the cellar. You think he was in Death Watch? I think he was in Death Watch. Well, I'm, we call, I'm calling it. I'm calling it. Well, we'll find out. We will find out. That's a, that's a good theory, and that's that's one that I actually thought of as well. And I thought that maybe seeing the difference between, like, when you look at the Clone Wars and how they take their helmets off and this and that and the other, I think that I, I had originally even, even said that I thought that it's possible maybe, maybe – uh, Boba Fett started that set of the Mandalorians, but I don't know. Yeah, interesting. And and is Boba Fett truly a Mandalorian? Because Django wasn't, was he? No, he wasn't a true Mandalorian. No, a true Mandalorian. No. I, I believe that. I well, believe no. that originally he was, and then George Lucas changed it for Clone Wars. Yeah, I was going to say. Now, I thought originally he was a Mandalorian that they used his DNA. You know, to make all the clones and, and 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 the fact that Boba is a offshoot, right. you know, uh, uh, the genetic oddity per se, kind of like well, the Boba's uh, the unaltered the, clone. That's the what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you think Django was a Mandalorian? I think he I, was, and then sort of. I mean, he wears the armor, so I don't know. I don't well, know. but but um, oh, what's his face that uh, had the armor that was pretending to be, uh, and I can never remember his name, Pre- pretending to be Jodo Cast, right? Yes, Jodo Cast. Yes, you know, but he was not absolutely, you know. So well, I think he was just doing that to steal Boba Fett's bounties, right, and charge a higher price. Right, steal so so basically identity theft in a, you know. Yep. Well, let's get into this list. Uh, I have a list of uh, 10 things that people may not know about Boba Fett. And some of this I just knew. uh, And some of this I just sort of poked around on the internet to see if there's anything else I didn't know. And there were plenty of things I didn't know. So, uh, the cat has opened the door for a fourth time. Uh, No problem. Anyway, so first on my list. This is probably the most important thing, so that's why I put it first. Um, What? Did you guys hear the cat? (laughs) <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm, yeah. I'm busy right now, man. <laughs> okay. Well, listen. In the EU expanded universe, yes, Dengar saves Fett 
from death in the desert after Fett blows up the Sarlacc pit with a thermal detonator. Um, people probably knew that, right? I, I did hear that, yes. Yeah. I did remember that from because I was a big Expanded Universe novel right. fan. The funny thing is that George Lucas said he didn't anticipate the popularity of Boba Fett, and he was like, eh, we're just going to kill him. He said later, I would have given him a more exciting death if I knew people were so excited. Well, about Boba Fett. I Which, actually I read that today, yeah. That might be nonsense. I, I don't know. But, well, uh, he said the same thing about Darth Maul, too. So he's great he, at creating amazing bad guys and then just killing them with no good screen time. He's real good at killing them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, But everyone knew that. That wasn't news to anyone. No, I, I mean, I'm sure that's news to some who yeah. haven't delved into the expanded universe. I didn't think and that's another guys. A side note, Dengar is a very underutilized, very interesting character that should... Uh, I think in a little more screen time. He's great. Somewhere. Did you know that uh, Dengar has a has like a nickname, like Payback or something? I, I didn't remember what it was, but I remember there was some other name that they called him that kind of he got like a moniker of. That's yeah. it's so hilarious because as a kid I hated Dengar. He why? was the fat mo- He was the fat mummy guy. When you get to play with the action figures, <laughs> that's why he's awesome. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but as a kid, you don't want the fat mummy guy. You want Boba Fett, and if you don't get the Boba Fett, and you get the fat mummy guy. That's not cool. Even if he saves Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> I had a weird uh, affinity for Dengar. I don't know what it was exactly, but I don't know. I liked Dengar. I liked all those stupid bounty hunters, though. Forlom and Zuckus. Zuckus, yes. Zuckus. Bosk. Yeah, IG-88. Yes. Now, that's another one that's, that's you know, has had a new life brought into because of the Mandalorian. Yeah, thanks, Tiger. I know he's different. You know, he's technically not IG-88, but... Well, I, I love that they finally showed what an assassin droid can actually do, or uh, they call it a bounty hunter droid, but, a, but an assassin droid can actually... That was cool. That was really cool. It was even yeah. cooler to see what a nurse droid can do. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Unless you get the one that Luke had in, uh, <laughs> in Empire. Yeah. Oh, right. That's uh, 21B. 21B. Yes. <laughs> That's his name. And he says, take care, sir. <laughs> who's got an old canned microphone for a face you he's know? great I love it yeah. I'm going to start crying right now I love it so much alright <laughs> listen this is, this is number two you ready for this Okay. In the, in the expanded universe Boba Fett has a wife and daughter did you know that? that one I did not remember I did not know I had never read uh, this I didn't remember that either his wife was called Sintas Vell and, and his daughter was called Aelin Vell um, he also had a granddaughter named Murda Gev, who was a, who became like a legitimate Mandalorian. Oh, really? Which is interesting. Yeah. But I don't know any of the actual specifics of those stories. I just read that on the. Uh, I wonder if that that runs more in the Boba Fett comic than in the actual novels. I think it's from one of the books, actually. I don't okay. know that for sure, but I think it's from a book. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting. I never heard that. He didn't seem like a family man to me. No. No. I mean, let's be honest, Han Solo seemed more of a family man than Boba Fett ever would have. Weirdly. 
Look how that turned out. Yeah, it worked great for him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go to number three here. This one was one okay. of my personal favorites. Uh, it was an amazing discovery when I found it. Uh, Boba Fett fought Darth Vader in a comic book, and it was awesome. Um, I did hear that. Yeah, there was yes. a Boba Fett comic book uh, called Boba Fett, Enemy of the Empire. Um, and it was, I think, 90s, early thousands, 2000s. Um, I remember we were on vacation somewhere and I just, we stopped in some shop and there it was. And it, the cover was Boba Fett fighting Darth Vader. And I like had a fit. I had a meltdown. I was like, I gotta have this mom. Look at this. And she, even she was like, well, okay, I've heard enough <laughs> about these characters to know this is something we have to get. Uh, and it was cool. It was a unique fight. And it kind of holds his own. It's uh, Vader. Yeah, see, I think I, I, I think I had picked that up and thumbed through that comic back in the day because yeah. I remember that. There's like a witch. There's like a witch, like maybe a Dathomirian witch. I don't remember exactly, but the, her head is like in this chest. It looks like a treasure chest, and Vader wants it. <laughs> Ooh, I don't remember it that far. Yeah, that made me. That. Yeah, I was saying that made me something. I may have to go back and look at. <laughs> yeah, because that sounds far more interesting than some of the other ones that I've seen. Yeah, it was, I forget what the exact story was, but that was the thing. Uh, and they were fighting over that. But, and they fight on this lava planet. It was pretty sweet. Hmm. And they duel and everything. Yeah, see, yeah that, that definitely made me something that I have to go back to. I have it somewhere. If I can find it, I'll, I'll let you borrow it. Okay. All right. What's next? Next one. Uh George Lucas created Boba Fett in an early draft of Empire Strikes Back. He based him on, do you know? Any, no, any, any thoughts on who he was based on? No. The man with no name. Clint Eastwood. <laughs> I can see that. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can, I can definitely see that. Yeah, I, didn't, I did not know that. No, I didn't know that one either. Uh, and then the visuals for Fett were based on unused early Vader concepts. Yeah, that I do know. Yeah, now yeah. I, I I knew that there was it was uh, he was based off of Vader. But his whole demeanor—just yeah. think of him being Clint Eastwood under there—that really that's, makes sense. yeah. No, no, I mean it absolutely makes sense. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. That was news to me, though. I did not know that. Hmm. Um, next one, number five. You guys know this. He debuted his his. Uh, Visual debut uh, was in the Star Wars Holiday Special uh, cartoon yeah. segment, and I was hinting at that earlier. Yes. <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to overstep, but yeah, I definitely knew that. He tricks everybody. He, he calls him friend. Uh, kind <laughs> but of he was secretly working for the Empire. Yeah, yeah. It's it's weird, and like Han and Chewie are like hanging upside down for some reason, and there's like a virus or something, and I, I don't even remember. It's pretty rough. But I, yeah. I like the animation of that, though, weirdly. It's yeah, it was that, um, heck, almost like, you know, the um, almost heavy metal, heavy, <laughs> you know, like yeah. the, the heavy metal movie animation, some of those episodes. It's so it was, 70s, it hurts. Yeah, it was. It definitely was. See, I've, I've kept myself away from it since I was a child. I have to go back and watch it. It's worth watching just that segment. The rest of the holiday special is like a fever dream. 
Uh, and and the baby Chewbacca is things of nightmares. So lumpy is it lumpy? Yeah, I think that's what it is. With the with the bad dentures. Oh, that's yeah. That, that's, <laughs> that, that, that is pure nightmare fuel. That's a smile that is will it, haunt yes. you. <laughs> I mean, there are cinnabites that look more friendly than than that damn baby Chewbacca. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, here's the next one. Uh, Boba had been hunting Luke before Empire Strikes Back in the mm. comics. They've shown okay. that, uh, and this is new canon, uh, they've shown there was a showdown at Ben Kenobi's hut, and Boba learns that Luke's surname is Skywalker, which leads Vader to discover that Luke is the son. Huh. So it's really Boba's fault. Uh, interesting. Yeah, it's, that's the kind of thing that I don't really need. Like, I, didn't, I don't need for that to have been Boba Fett, you know? Um, right but it's interesting but it's like so many of these um coincidences too many of them i'm like come on it's yeah. such a huge galaxy and then oh it's Bo- it was boba fett though it was boba fett yeah yeah it's kind of that revisionist history that's like uh come on yeah stop it jk rowling <laughs> just trying to show you that the world is not as big a place as you think it is yes even the galaxy <laughs> right that's what they're vast doing. far galaxies yeah but i looked at the panels from that and and it is a pretty cool scene uh when he, luke is cornered and he's not a full jedi or anything he's barely he's barely a you know anything he hasn't trained with yoda yet even and so he's uh kind of lucks out of that one it's pretty good <laughs> uh okay this is a weird one and i had never heard this and i I didn't really do a lot of research on how factual it is, so I'm just going to give it to you. But okay. number seven on my list is he was originally going to be the main villain of Return of the Jedi. Um, that was one I found out today. You read that? Okay, yeah. so yes. it seems like rescuing Han from Boba was going to be like the big finale of Return of the Jedi. And then Luke fighting Vader and the Emperor, along with some other like plot things, was actually going to be in another trilogy. Right. Like the it was second that, trilogy. Yeah, the continuation of it. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that wild? That, yeah, yeah. That's, that would, I mean, bring a whole new perspective on, you know, where the movie would lead. Yeah. And I'm kind of surprised that they didn't, to a degree, go in that direction. It's because Lu- George mean, Lucas was so stressed out and freaked out about having to do more Star Wars that he, he yeah. was done. He was so burned out. He, he just said, no, no, no. Because there was, yeah. I know for a fact there were, there was, I mean, obviously we know this now, but there was always a plan for, at least one more trilogy. Right. And yeah, originally this whole saga was going to end kind of like it ended now, but we we're going to get there a di- totally different way. Right. I mean, in all honesty, go back and, and do you think that he would have changed his mind about that back oh, yeah. then seeing what happened, you know? Absolutely. He would. Yeah, I think so. But I don't know. Like, yeah. would, would we want that, or would it have gone? Would it have gone off the rails? I mean, it did go off the rails, but well, I don't. I don't know because you know he he had that whole uh, oh, that whole fascination with the uh, the will wisp style creatures that were like wills. is it the wills? Is that what it was? Yeah. The yeah, it's called the, the something of the the something of the wills. Yeah, and he had that whole huge fascination with that, and I. And I'm worried that he would have, you know, turned the movies more in that direction, which I right. don't know would have been good. 
Well, and if you see those drafts of him, like he wanted to go into this microscopic world and it like explained yeah. the force. No one wants yeah. that. No. no. Well, and I mean, for the most part, he, he did that in the prequels to an degree. I've seen Osmosis Jones. We don't need it again. Right. <laughs> it was bad then, you know, as an animated, we didn't need a, you know, the lava fight scene in the prequels was going to be in someone's bloodstream. <laughs> Okay, okay, now I'm back in. Now I'm back in. Now that you said that. Yeah, that sounds good. Higher ground brings a whole new meaning. Yo. Oh. Uh, anyway, number eight. Uh, Boba's first appearance was at a county fair several months before the holiday special. Uh, I, it was... I had no... Yeah, I had no idea about that one. It, it was a publicity thing, and it was Boba Fett uh, with Darth Vader, and they announced him as Boba Fett, Darth Vader's right-hand man. Hmm. Ah, I did not know the right-hand man part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there's a lot of um, there's a lot of stuff about Boba Fett. Eventually, was at one point considered to be going to be Anakin's brother. Really? Yeah, and I, I've never heard that before until I did some research I, yeah. yesterday. I did not hear but that either. But it's apparently pretty well documented. They were going to be related. I'm glad that that uh, didn't come to fruition. Well, and another one was that uh, Mark Hamill has said a couple of times that he wanted Boba Fett to be Luke's mother. How weird is that? Well, what a twist, it, right? That would, I could, yeah. Uh, that's, there you go. See? <laughs> That would have made some of the small conversations that were actually on screen between Vader and Fett really, really awkward. (laughs) Had that have been revealed as the truth in episode eight, I think that uh, um, Ryan Johnson could have been going somewhere with that. That Oh, my God. (laughs) Calm down. (laughs) But the whole... Don't Don't give them any more ideas. Stop it, yeah. (laughs) The county fair thing is pretty funny. I had heard that before, but uh, I just it's funny to see photos of it. <laughs> oh, I got to go back and look that up. That's yep. Yeah. Number nine. Originally, Boba Fett's armor was all white. Uh, he was kind of like a like a badass, like special stormtrooper. Um, if you if you look at the Ralph McQuarrie illustrations for that, yeah. it's awesome. It's really cool. Yeah, I actually have a figure of yep. they did do a the original of Boba Fett pretty recently. Yeah. Uh, I read that it was supposed to be like old, like ancient stormtrooper armor. They were called shock troopers. Um, that's from somewhere in the books, I guess. Yeah, like the original shock trooper. Yeah, and it was like he just like wore that. Maybe he, I don't know. He, he was like a history buff or something, and just liked the old armor. I'm not really sure, but that's that's why that was that. But they changed it. See, I could have been okay with it. I mean, they kind of went back and did that in the prequels anyway when they started messing with the clone armor. That's basically Absolutely. white, you know, close to white Boba Fett armor. And, and if you look at those clone, uh, tr- uh, yeah, they look they look a lot like, especially the helmet, more yep. like Boba Fett. Yep. yep. The originals, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So that that does track. That makes sense. Well, and um, the original prototype for Boba Fett is all white. Yeah. So, so that's that's, you, mean the, you, mean you mean there's the toy, right? That's the toy. Yeah. 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 The original Boba Fett was he didn't have he wasn't the gray and, and gray and green and red pattern. Um, 
It did have a the the Wookiee drape was brown, the Wookiee skin. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, it was grayscale. Yeah, the original prototype figure. The original one didn't even have the the drape. It just it was just no. It just had his rocket launcher. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. It's pretty cool to look at. I love those Macquarie drawings, and there's a style to those that. It just, yeah. it's just really its own thing. Yeah, I was really impressed, and I did get that whole set of uh, Macquarie uh, Star Wars figures. Yeah, those are awesome. Those are neat. Yeah. Uh, I got one more on this list. Okay. Uh, and this is just, again, this is more expanding universe, but it's kind of interesting. Um, uh, he trained Han and Leia's daughter, Jaina, kill Jedi. I did. I did hear that one too. I, yeah. yeah, that was that one. If you're anybody that's into the special, the expanded universe, that should be one that that you should know because that was pretty pretty uh, prevalent for, for did, quite right? a few. Yeah, he helps her defeat her brother Jason, who had become uh, evil. He was like the original Kylo Ren. I mean, basically. Right. And he's you know Han's Han and Leia's son, so it makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's my list of things that people may not have known about Boba Fett. No, I've got a couple. Uh, and we had because I I did my research too. All right. Had a lot of overlapping. But do you guys know how many lines in the original trilogy Boba Fett had? Let me think about that. Hang on. Originally? Yes. As in filmed. Yeah, hang on. Uh, not the the super cuts or anything, but the original trilogy. How many I'm lines? Gonna say, I'm going to say two lines. He's, he's no good to me, Dad, and uh, as you wish. Um, I'm going to go with three. Actually, he had five. What? Ah. Five lines through three movies, t- technically two movies, because originally he was not in that, that scene in, in A New Hope. So, But yeah, through all that, he had five. What the... Is one of them? Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. That's from Return of Jedi. Y- yep, that's from. He had uh, two lines in Jedi. It's so mixed. Had, oh, I knew. Yeah, that too. and then he had three lines in, in Empire. What was his third one in Empire? <sighs> it was. Um, He's no good to me, Dad. As oh, you wish. Put him on this. Put him. Doesn't he say oh, put him in the hole? Yes. Put Captain the, Solo the, in the cargo hold. Yep. 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 Damn it. I was so close. <laughs> I forgot that one too. Yep. Yep. So we had five lines through and through the two movies. Um, now this is an expanded universe. And you guys may not know this. Did you know that Boba Fett fought zombies? Mm, no, I don't think so. What, what's the name of the book? Or is it a book or is it a comic? Uh, it, it is in one of the books. I don't remember the book, but I've got the details in the story. Because I was, I was going to say there was a book years ago that I picked up, and I just kind of glanced at it. Uh, and it was an expanded universe book, and it had to do with a ghost ship or something like that. Well, of, uh, actually, a planet. Okay. The maybe planet I've, Necropolis. There's an X-wing one where they go to maybe that same planet. Is it the same book? Okay. In the expanded universe, uh, do you know who Cornelius Evazan is? I do. Yes. <laughs> he's in the original New yeah, Hope. He's, he's the nose. ugly guy. Yeah, he's he's uh my friend thinks you're ugly. You yeah. know, is um, he French? 
<laughs> he he kind of sounds like it. Um, anyway, he in this expanded universe was a like a mad scientist. Yep. And he was creating an undead army for the Empire. I knew this. <laughs> and yeah, and Fett was assigned to go take him on this planet Necropolis, and he ended up having to battle through armies of zombies to get to him. That's I did not know this, and I'm very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> that's an older story. That's, that's it, some it of the is 90s an older stuff. story. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's... So, not only is he the baddest bounty hunter around, he's also a zombie killer. Of course he is. So, need to bring him into The Walking Dead. It might make him better now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, another thing. Now, you knew about that they were trying to make a Boba Fett movie, right? Yes. It was in production. Mm-hmm. Now, do you know what movie delayed originally and then because of the happenings with the movie pretty much they they backed off of doing a Boba Fett movie had to be solo that would be my guess my guess would be solo too but I I, I'm feeling like that's too easy of a guess so you know Josh Josh Tank was supposed to be the director of that movie Josh Trank or Trank sorry (laughs) get it right Sinuses. Uh, <laughs> Josh Trank was supposed to be the director of that movie. What movie bombed so horribly wrong that Josh Trank directed that he delayed the oh, so of that Fantastic movie Four. so he can direct? Uh... So the pile of steaming shit that is the fan- new reboot Fantastic Four delayed us getting a Boba Fett. Now, personally, the way that movie turned out, I'm kind of relieved it got taken away and delayed and kind of taken away because to hell we would have gotten. There's some behind-the-scenes stuff for that Fantastic Four movie, though. He was trying to make a horror movie, and they were like, no, 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 you have to go back and fix this. This is supposed to be superheroes. Yeah. and Because uh, I, 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 I think the original, his original idea is neat, it being more of a horror thing. Um, but yeah, uh, they were like, no, this is supposed to be for kids. What are you doing? This isn't body horror. This isn't the fly. Why are you doing this? <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't think he's necessarily a bad director. I think maybe he was the wrong fit for that project, personally. Oh, now I see. You're admitting that there's a director can be a bad fit for a movie franchise. I am admitting this, but I'm not <laughs> saying that Ryan Johnson is. Mm. Yeah, very interesting. Got my hand on my gun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll just leave it at that. All right. Actually, it's not a gun. It's kombucha. I know. <laughs> Strawberry. So maybe a gun come out the other end. But... I don't know. <laughs> I gotta go shut this door. Anyway, you, you those were the really couple one. of things that those really couple of things that I had that you hadn't had on there yet. But uh, yeah, a lot of the same research I did. And the thing is, is there may be there, there's tons more that we didn't even get to. 
you know, for, for the Mandalorian itself. Yeah, there's so much Boba stuff. Now, have you guys seen the first couple episodes of uh, The Mandalorian in the Gallery? I watched the first one. Okay, second one's up. I have so, not watched the first one. It, it's pretty interesting. I mean, you can tell the passion those directors had. I mean, I put that project, it on, and then I and then I fell asleep watching it. So I started. <laughs> it, but, I'm yeah. hoping to see more in depth behind the scenes stuff because everything in the first episode is just like it was so good to work with John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Right? It was yeah. really good. I'd like to see some more like here's why we made this decision and here's how this works. And look at this big screen. This is how the screen does the thing. And this is how, this is who made the thing. I want to see that kind of stuff. That's coming. And that's, and that's more in line of what's coming. Uh, the first kind of, or like I said, it's kind of just a director's talk. Yeah. Uh, the second one is a little more into, you know, the, the background of some of the, it really doesn't get too much into like the actors or anything like that, but it's a little bit more of, the setup for stuff, you know, and, and I have seen previews that get more into detail about the characters and the actors and the special effects. That's cool. And, you know, they, they've got to, let's be honest, I mean, this could honestly probably be a two, two and a half hour documentary. Yeah, it could just be a special. And and they're pulling it to eight episodes. <laughs> So, because we've got nothing better to do, <laughs> and I will well, watch the whole I damn mean, thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch the whole damn thing. But I mean, you know, it's it's a it's a behind the scenes episode for every episode that was the Mandalorian. Yep. So now, also, you know, we talked about with Tamura Morrison being announced as Boba. Now, did you know that he is the a rumor is that he is also going to play another character. In the Mandalorian. Could, well, yeah, it would make sense if they were going to bring in the clones in. And you know yeah. Dave Filoni wants to do that because he's got clone envy or whatever the hell you call it. <laughs> he's in love with clones. Get right. rid of, I'm, I'm just tired of the Clone Wars. Like, I, I don't know why it lasted so long. I'm, uh, I think I'm probably going to get some hate for this, but I'm just, I don't really care about the Clone Wars. <laughs> I mean, uh. the, I, I casually watched it. And I, and I wanted to see what they did with this last season because it kind of built on that last prequel episode. You know, I've I mean, told pretty I much... need to see the new season. I keep being told, like, oh, this is cool, and I can't believe they did this, and there's that. I will watch the new season. I just... I'm going to be completely honest. I was very disappointed in the last episode. Yeah. And, I mean, there was so much more that I thought with this being the last episode of the series, they could have delved into a little bit more. Maybe they're going to kind of resolve some of that in a show, maybe, uh, you know, an Ahsoka show. Well, and I mean, you know, they're they're the Darth Maul movie is still moving forward. So, I mean, that's, that's, you know, a big part. Who knows with the Obi-Wan series. I need that now. I I want that now. That's That's... weren't we supposed to get that this year? Well, yeah, they were Originally? supposed to start production at like March. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's uh, the Obi-Wan series and the New Mutants are kind of right there for me. <laughs> it's like, damn it. Quit pushing it back and just. Hey, did they announce. Did they announce. The new Mutants, what? Did they announce a, re- a release date for that? <laughs> I think they did, didn't they? 
I haven't seen an official release date. New Mutants. I know they won it in theaters. No, I think they just wait. April first. No, hang on. New Mutants. It was originally supposed to be April third. Hang on. There's a news article here. Is that movie even just CGI? It's it's so it's it was shot so long ago. (laughs) (laughs) You're lucky we're not with Throne Punch you if we were in the same studio. Wow, that's weird. (laughs) <laughs> the, the animatronics in that movie are amazing. <laughs> hey, the dinosaurs look real. Yeah. <laughs> it's been so long, that. maybe they were. Uh, this says it's been rescheduled. Okay, still doesn't have a premiere date. So the news last week was that it was listed on Amazon for digital pre-order. Like they were and just it wasn't. Dump it. Yeah, 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 it wasn't. I, I never read the full story, but that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. But... Uh, no, I, I do know that they want it. It's been on the test screenings. It's been super well received because it, it breaks that superhero genre. Like the Fantastic Four movie? No. <laughs> like an actual horror? Like like maybe uh, what Trank was trying? Yeah, it's an, actually a horror, a horror type of... And, so, and, oh, go ahead. I was going to say so with with the new mutants because I haven't I I haven't really followed it followed it. It's uh, it was originally done by Fox, right? And so now yes. that now that Disney has acquired that, are they going to be the one that's going to be releasing it? And how is it going to fit into the existing Marvel universe? Does anybody know? N- they... I just turned this into another show. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about it already, but yeah, it, we we don't know for sure. But it doesn't seem like they're going to bother to try and make it fit because why would they? It's kind of self-contained, right, right. really. I mean, other than introduce, and right now there's no direction for mutants in the MCU. Even though right. I'm I'm calling the Doctor Strange. And the multiverse of madness, I'm calling that that's how they're going to introduce. How the hell do we have this mutants. massive, many year Marvel Cinematic Universe and no mutants? It boggles my mind. I know. Right. I, I mean, being as a fan of, of comics, I mean, there's been, you know, decades upon decades of intermingling between mutants and, you know, Avenger type, you know, characters. So it's just wild. It is. So I think, yeah, this itself, even really in the comic books, new mutants are kind of its own thing. Yeah. I mean, it it really has run, you know, when it was really good and kind of the way it is right now, it really has run that horror kind of vein in it. Yeah. It can. So, So, yeah, I, I, I mean, there was a time period that it wasn't so good. And I mean, you know, the whole Mirage becomes a Valkyrie thing. And yeah, I kind of went off the rails on a little bit of it. But that's what happens. That's okay. It does. But anyway, you know, I want to see the Obi-Wan. I, I think Ewan McGregor, if you, I think he was probably, I, I know I'm going to get a little blast from me for this. But I think he was just being so long on it and having so much to do with the Star Wars universe. I think he was the best portrayal of Obi-Wan. No. I, I think so. No. 
All right, all right, all right. So I'm going to jump in here on this. That's fine. And, and I'm going to totally 100% agree with you. Oh! I love love Alec Guinness. Absolutely love Alec Guinness. Amazing. But, I mean, Ewan McGregor, he played Alec Guinness playing Obi-Wan Kenobi, and, and Alec Guinness couldn't even do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, certainly didn't want to. <laughs> no, yeah. But you're totally right, Sean. I mean, that's really where I'm coming with that as – you know, he played what that character that Al Guinness played as a younger man that hadn't had all, all quite all the experience. So that's why I think that he, you know, he brought a little more depth to that character. Why we love Obi-Wan so much. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe I love him for who he really is. Alec Guinness. <laughs> Sir Alec Guinness. For, for that whole one movie and, and 10 minutes in between two other ones? Well, he just made such an impact because he was so good. No, yeah, I love I him mean, both. I, guess, I do love him I both. Guess, Come on. Okay. Now, bridge over Alec. River Kwai and you, and you say Alec Guinness? Okay. Yeah, I will say it. <laughs> yes, and I will too. Three Don't times in the mirror I'm and then his force ghost shows up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's all true from a certain point of view. Correct. That's. Oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> and I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Mic drop. Well, it's probably a good place to stop it anyway. Uh, anybody have anything else that needs to be said? Has to be said. What if Mando kills Boba Fett? I don't know. One wants that. No, <laughs> I know, but that's what I. I mean, that's that's a very poor. I mean, because it's five years after Jedi. We better not see Boba so. Fett die. No. The only thing I can say is if that's the case is Boba's got a gun to the child's head just like IG-11 did. And that's the only okay. way that I can see him doing it. Let, 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 let's suppose – do we have time for this? Are we still – Yeah, we go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's, suppose, let, let's, let's do this. Let, who do you think in a one-on-one fight would win, Boba Fett or Mando? How do, probably Boba because he's had way more experience. Yeah. Yeah, and I think to a degree, Boba is a uh, a fight and dirty, no matter what kind of guy. And I think Denjarin is a little more samurai than ninja. Boba has canonically killed the Jedi. Yeah, that is, yeah. That, is that is that is true. But he also has not mastered the Rising Phoenix, as we have seen in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> no, his malfunction. Well, stop. I was saying, wait, 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 wait. That was. <laughs> That was Han Solo hitting him in the jetpack. <laughs> well, I mean, but he didn't. I mean, he he went straight forward. He didn't swoop up. I mean, yeah, guy, he could have swooped up. He wasn't expecting it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and what, well, I just read a thing that apparently his helmet gives him three hundred and sixty degree vision. I so saw that too. See that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just. I've just decided, but that's a terrible character. He just <laughs> <laughs> well, it is funny because he is totally built up. That's his whole thing. He's built up by all this other stuff, and then in the movies, he doesn't do anything. Right. Same that's why like, I uh, said Captain he, he definitely deserves. Yeah, he definitely you know deserves a little better, uh, you know, storyline when it comes to being on screen. Yeah. Well, and what's funny is I say all this, and then they're, and then they're going to put him on screen in the Mandalorian, and I'm going to be like. Okay, yeah, that's Boba Fett. That's the yeah. way he should. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. exactly. <laughs> there will be tears streaming down my face. It's gonna happen. Yeah, 
Yeah. It, it, running out from under my Mandalorian helmet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you? No, you know, you can pick up your Boba Fett helmet. <laughs> I used to have that replica helmet. Yeah. I had a Vader this one. Of, this one apparently has LED lights on the, uh, the drop down antenna optical. Oh, the new one? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. That's cool. Mine did not have that. No. no. Mine just went click, 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 click when you yes. put it down. And then it breaks. <laughs> and then it, yeah, and then it snapped off. Yep. Yep. Sadly true. Well, I got nothing else. <laughs> got nothing else. No, I think, yeah, I think we pretty much covered everything on this one. I think we did. We're both so. experts now, and so are you, listener. <laughs> And if you found anything that we haven't, send us a line. You know, you can get a hold of us on our Twitter account at GeekSinks, our Facebook. Uh, look us up on Nerds, Geeks, in the Kitchen Sink. You can email us at NerdsGeekSinks at gmail.com. And we are on Instagram at NerdsGeeks in the Kitchen Sink. He's right. So, if you found some stuff that we haven't, drop us a line and let us know. We'll give you maybe a shout-out next week. If you think our opinions are wrong, well, let us know. Well, Absolutely. it doesn't matter. We don't care. But, yeah, we'll still like to hear them. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, and, and, and I want to give a shout-out. One of our listeners, we apparently have... A long time, you know, I, I say long time when it's not that long, but he's listened to every one of our episodes from Dublin, Ireland. Give us a shout out. Let, let us know who you are. Good job. Or don't. We don't have to call people or out. Don't. But, you know, no. You can listen No, but I privately. think it's awesome. I, you know, we, ha- we have some good fans and we like to appreciate them. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe, cool. uh, maybe we'll have another contest in the near future and, uh, Give us a howl, let us know who you are, and we can uh, maybe uh, send you some swag. That might be fun. Swag is cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's it for me, DK. All right, me, Chris, and thank you, Sean, for showing up. Thank you for having me, as always. I'm, I'm glad you could come for this. It's very important yeah. that you're here for Boba Fett Talk. It was, it was good Boba Fett Talk, too. Yes. <laughs> yes. Except for that whole Christmas holiday special thing. No, watch it. The cartoon's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> now I'm going to have nightmares of, of uh, baby Wookiee with, uh, you know. He's not in the cartoon. Don't worry. You can, you can skip him. <laughs> yeah. uh, my cousin sent me a text of that, and I'm going to tell you the subject matter that we were speaking on. But... <laughs> oh. I had to set my phone down and walk away. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a good way to end it. (laughs) Goodbye, everyone. Thanks. Have a good one, guys. guys. Bye. See you guys.